All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we've got. A podcast for the fellas. Ladies can listen if they're not too jealous. Three warlocks that like to talk. A destiny podcast that you will like. Okay, guardians, start your party. Get your weapons and move your body. A podcast comes by you wish to test it. But you in a tower like you with one dexter. Well, starts dropping, they starts popping. Grab your mic and hit the mute button. Now you know that you're in luck. The show is called Three Warlocks. And we are live, live in the sense that I'm going to record the episode, I'm going to edit it, and then maybe put it out the next day, but live nonetheless. This is episode 15. <laughs> we are the three warlocks. I am your host, one of them, Vega, and today I'm joined by my other two co-hosts, Ness and Snail. How are you guys doing today? Good. Snail in the house. Good. Well, in the bedroom, in fact. Snail in the bedroom. I know. We are recording a little bit late later than usual. Um, we had to kind of wait for one of our warlocks to be, I guess, uh, physically ready to record. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> yes, one of our warlocks had a little procedure done to her dental work. We're going to try really hard not to make that warlock laugh. So without <laughs> any ado, Ness, knock, knock. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do a knock knock joke, but I didn't even have to do that. I was about to just fine. Too, who's there? <laughs> Useless trivia, but not knock jokes came from um, William Shakespeare. But anyway. And the British <laughs> humor comes right. in. <laughs> we needed that. Thanks. Neil. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> bit, a bit of history here. Guys, episode 15. We're 15 episodes into this podcast. That's pretty awesome. I'm actually happy we made it to that milestone. That might be minor to some, but it's pretty big to me. But um, I'm actually glad we're recording a little bit later because it gave me an opportunity to read and really think about, meditate of what the TWAB was talking about on Thursday. I'm sure you guys might have felt the same way. Yeah, this yeah. one, it was really heavy. You had to digest it. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me give you guys some points of what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about seasonal challenges. What are those? Okay. We're going to be talking about bright dust, um, some sandbox changes, some buffs and nerfs. Couldn't be a bungee twat without any buffs or nerfs. Um, some exotic changes and some fixes. Crimson days. What's going to happen to Crimson mm. Days? No, I know. No. And if we have, a, no, and if we have day. some time, we're, we're, we'll bring out some known issues. Um, yeah, that's pretty much a really heavy, heavy show. We're going to get started by talking about what Bungie said on their TWAB this week, and I'm going to read it for you guys. Okay, welcome to the second to last TWAB of the season. Let's remember, there's one more left next week. Welcome to the second to last TWAB of the season of the hunt. Many of you have been navigating through the secrets of the Harbinger mission, uncovering randomly rolled Hawkmoons and earning the Radiant Asifiter? How do you say that? <laughs> Good track. <laughs> it's, it's rhythm of the exotic ship. Yeah, a slow. 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 A
Okay, content-wise, we're, we're uh, coming to a close to the season, and we're incredibly excited of what is to come in the next few short weeks. Wow. We're all excited, too. Okay, we've been uh, covering some upcoming quality of life changes in Destiny 2, like the return of Umbro Ingrams, but it's almost time to take a peek of a fresh new content. All right, guys. The next season is going to be called... Do you guys have any idea? Um, um, I think it should redacted. be called the season of the redacted. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> it should be that. But I think it's chosen, right? Season uh, of the chosen? That's some of the rumors. Chief, season heard? of the chosen is what's going to be the title of the next season. And in fact, they're saying that the new trailer is going to be dropping February 2nd, uh, which will be next Tuesday. Bungie does a really amazing job when it comes to the release trailers. I've always had nothing but respect for that, nothing but, uh, mm -hmm. um, you know, I've always been excited for those trailers who dropped. Uh, that, that would never change. They do a really good job. There's uh, certain things that people have been asking for, and hopefully Bungie will answer. They don't have the track record of doing that, but uh, we'll, we'll definitely see what next season brings up. But they're breaking down some things that are going to change about next season like they did in previous TWABs. So the thing that's going to be different this season has to do with seasonal challenges. And we're going to be talking about that today. What are seasonal challenge, uh, challenges? Do you guys know? Oh, wow. Seasonal challenges. Well, in every other game. Well, they are in every other game, let's just yeah. be honest. Fortnite have exactly the same system. There's a system in Division. Um, so basically, they're challenges that last the entire uh, season. Uh, there might be go and get wins in Trials. Um, well, it's one of them. Finish a Grandmaster Nightfall or to Gambit to kill X, Y, or Z. Um, and you've got the season to do it. Yes, all in the space and the name and brand of FOMO. That's right. Mm -hmm. Don't you have some FOMO uh, thoughts there, Ness? I do. So um, I was reading my Reader's Digest, right? Okay. And it was mm -hmm. talking about FOMO. So we have actually Oprah Winfrey to think about FOMO. Um, it wasn't until 2004 that she actually used it in one of her shows. It was to describe some writer who is agoraphobic. Then Merriam-Webster just kind of put it in, a, in the dictionary. And since then, it's actually become a thing recently to the point that it's actually been on Teen Vogue. And apparently Destiny is like running with this. The rea so phone was basically fear of missing out. So it apparently is an anxiety over missing out anything that's actually posted on social media. That's, that's the definition for it. Yeah. I think we need to stop with this. I mean, <laughs> we didn't have cell phones before and we survived. We didn't have a little computer in our hands and we survived. So right now, Destiny is basically just kind of focusing on a team anxiety issue because they can't do all the things but ness I, I i lie awake in bed worrying about the fact that my weekly oh, bounty hasn't been completed on every mind. single character you lie awake at night because you don't have eyes of tomorrow that's why you lie awake at night sir Bob. okay because i don't have it either that's my that's a very anxiety. touchy subject at the moment <laughs> <laughs> it's for me too it's the only thing i need that's actually a good thought there do you think that casual players really care about the FOMO. I would think that FOMO really affects the hardcore players, but they will never experience FOMO because they're playing the content every day. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're, I'm, they're, I'm they're focusing on new players. 
They're focusing on new, wanting new players. And honestly, this is kind of a teenager um, anxiety because, I mean, our age group wasn't really focused on social media. As for anything, we use social media just to kind of see what other people are doing. Maybe once in a while throw a joker or something. But teenagers are the ones that actually live by it. That's the way they socialize with all their friends. That's the way they socialize with their family. So it's just funny to me that Destiny is actually so focused on FOMO. Um, just give us a complete game. Then yeah. no one would actually, you know, have that fear. Of but for me, out. this doesn't fix FOMO. So they say no, in the in the, in the 12-year that every week there'll be a new challenge. So yeah. you'll have 10 weeks of challenges between week three and 10. Uh, and then after that, there'll be no more challenges dropped. So you can pick them right. up at any time so during throughout the season. So yeah. it builds up more and more to the extent that someone takes um, a couple of weeks break, comes back to then 10 weeks of challenges to do in a few days. Mm-hmm. That's still FOMO. It's completely misguided. I don't know who explained yeah. FOMO to them, but it, it wasn't the correct person. It well, wasn't yeah, that Reader's Digest article. Uh, no, no. That was a good Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest. I'm just saying. It's it's a good periodical. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. No, but that's a good point you brought up, Sale. Now, the way the way the new seasonal challenges are going to work, like you brought out, is that Bungie's going to give you, or players, between like, three to ten seasonal challenges, um, mm-hmm. I guess, between that. And then after the tenth week is over, you're going to be able to kind of go back and pretty much hit the ones that you didn't get a chance to accomplish throughout mm-hmm. the week. I uh, know I talked about this before is the reason why they're removing weekly bounties and incorporating yep. this. I felt it was because we are leveling up or getting a lot of more XP faster than Bungie anticipates. And we're actually leveling up faster. We don't know what the XP is going to be per challenge. It could be less. It could be more. We don't know the rewards per challenge, but at the same time, how, how many the weeks are in a season. I would say it's about between three, three to four months. So a season will roughly have between 12 to 15, 16 weeks. So after yeah. the 10th mm-hmm. week, you're expecting players who want to have that FOMO cure to do mm-hmm. the stuff that they missed out within the last three weeks, four weeks of the season. That's a little, that's a little rough. That's going to create more anxiety. It's actually more pressure. Yeah. Yeah. What actually feels like they're doing is we talked about drip feed content before. I know some people like the drip feed content um, sort of way of bungee working, um, but it's one of the things that the community talk about all the time that actually the content's there, but it's locked behind something. You have to keep waiting. So the seasonal hunt's a really good example of the fact that within three days, I'd done everything to do with the seasonal hunt up until the point that they then released the stuff for the harbinger missions. So I had weeks of nothing. This actually looks like in week one, I can do, one challenge so actually you can do 10 challenges it shows here week week two i can then do some more challenges week three so it means i have to play for 10 weeks in a row to do all the challenges so it gives me something Mm -hmm. to do each week which doesn't take so we're just stretching out the content for me yeah that i would have done in three days not only that but a lot of these things i mean what do we have the triumphs for because i feel like the triumphs actually are probably going to be about the same things um if, if they're so concerned about, you know, giving out perks and stuff like that, then have the triumphs give out perks. You know, a, a lot of people work hard to get those, those uh, seals and everything like that. Um, don't give us more grind to reduce grind, is, is all yeah. I'm saying. 
when that's... we're talking about bounty fatigue, but then they say the players that want to go and do the extra bounties can go do the extra week daily bounties as usual. But this is still bounties, but in a different mm-hmm. different, in a different name. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not removing bounty fatigue. And and the one that really confuses me that's written in the middle and it's kind of hidden in the middle is this bit about seasonal legibility. I mean, how many times have I gone into a season and not understood what I need to do? But now you're going to direct me to what I need to do. Yeah. That that seems like something I didn't need. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Bungie is is going a different direction when it comes to their bounties or challenges. We already have those trials, you know. We already have those things that we're... Um, you know, are used to kind of accomplishing when we need to do something like that. Uh, this is a similar layout. If you look at the picture that Bunchy put out in her twelve, uh, some of the challenges mm-hmm. are pretty basic. You know, kill some th- um, some taken, go to Crucible, win some Crucible mayhem matches. Yeah. Um, I see some Gambit involved too. So they're pretty much making you play the do way they want you to play again you know yeah do more bounties really that's yeah. all it is if i like playing gambit you're making me go do crucible if i like doing mm-hmm. crucible and don't like gambit you're making me go do gambit so i can get these uh, challenges to get that xp to level up because we, we have to really think about the fact that this game requires you to do to level up to do the content that's a little bit more harder you know i.e nightfalls i.e the raids things like that so yeah, I mean, it, that's, that's the confusing thing is to me is um, making us do old content isn't content. And that's kind of what they're driving down. They're giving you content by making you do something you don't want to do. Yeah. So, and I, I enjoy playing Destiny. Uh, I will never not enjoy playing Destiny. But I choose not to do a lot of the, um, the basic uh, content because I don't enjoy it anymore. And I'll go and play another game if I need to. But there's a lot of stuff to do in the background. I can go and do different bits and bobs. But when you force me to go and play the content I don't want to play, it seems bizarre. Like an angry snail. That's when an angry snail comes out. He's like super fast <laughs> and slimy. Gross. But there is something really exciting about that picture. Really? Which, which I'll mention, mention here. Yeah, the background. The background of it. Uh-huh. If you get a chance Please to look at it. Please proceed. Well, the, the background is the Vison, uh-huh. which gives away a kind of a clue what's happening in the season. Uh, and then um, we also got uh, the icon for the season, which uh, resembled something else. Um, so interesting. We might cover that later on, I guess. I won't give away the secret now. No, no, we can bring that up right now, actually. That's, yeah, that's true. Like that, picture, that, what is <laughs> that picture uh, that picture does give away that it's, it's going to be a, a Leviathan-ish season the hot dog. <laughs> style, <laughs> style uh, season. Uh, we've gotten little hints throughout the the trailers that are played previously is there was a scene where Osiris and Savala are talking to a group of, of Cabal looking over a map. Um, even Osiris himself has mentioned the leader of the Red Legion, um, Kai, Kaitel. I, I can't pronounce her name, Kaitel, but uh, that's been dropped during this season. And then also that symbol is, uh, it could be, which Ness refers to it as a hot dog, which I don't know what kind of hot dog mm-hmm. she's eating. It looks like almost <laughs> the... Uh, the tower-ish, like a simple of a tower, a tower, like mm. our old previous tower. So it kind of indicates that maybe the old tower is being worked on. Could indicate that maybe we're going to be moving away to a different area that will represent the tower. Um, it is called Season of the Chosen uh, because data mining has brought that up. So it hasn't been a, a real secret. So maybe the possibility of the speaker coming back, somebody's going to be chosen. Uh, there's so many, so many theories out there. 
so many theories out there. The one that I do like the best, like Snail says, and we have physical confirmation through this picture is it's going to be like a Kabbalish theme, maybe Kaitel yeah. will have a bigger role. And Kaitel, I believe it's could be Kalis's daughter. Yeah, she's Kalis's uh, daughter. Yeah, and she's the leader of the, the Red Legion now since um, Gaul uh, was defeated. So mm. that's very interesting. Kind of cool. That's something to get excited about. But once again, with all of the things that Bungie has been addressing, and it's not so much the stuff that they have have said it's the stuff that they haven't said they haven't addressed what the community is wants uh to happen mm. with with the mm-hmm. game um nobody asks for seasonal challenges and like snail says Mm-mm. this is on every other game uh, call of duty has it uh, you know uh, fortnite has it valorant i believe has it a little pc game yeah but um no one asked for this and we already have triumphs why have this and uh, mm. correct me if i'm wrong how are we going to keep track of these things whenever we're playing in game. I know with some of the bounties, you can kind of highlight them. You can press the option button on your controller and then it'll pop yeah. up in there. No, they'll say, hey, Vega, you need to go kill people with the rocket launchers in a goddamn dark zone. Do not go into freaking a different area. You know, things are reminding yeah. you to go to the right I, area I don't, and kill people. I don't think that's the game reminding you. I think that's Snail reminding you where to go. <laughs> like oh, yeah. a personal ghost. <laughs> Ness, I picked up, Ness, I picked up a bounty yesterday that required me to go kill... Uh, people with rocket launchers and I didn't read the fine print and by fine print is I didn't read the whole thing I had to go <laughs> I had to go kill them in the um what's it called the dark zone or the, the mm-hmm. yeah of uh, Europa zone. the Europa okay yeah so eclipse was, zone to everybody eclipse. else dark zone to um to me <laughs> the eclipse zone yeah. so Sparrow, I had to go you know I had to go ghost. kill <laughs> I had to go kill enemies with rocket launchers I was in a totally different area and I was just killing enemies constantly and i'm like man my number should be going up i only need 30 kills uh, that, that bounty should have popped checked it out it said zero on it i was so mad <laughs> that i didn't read the whole thing through <laughs> and, and then that what pissed me off even more is that in order for me to get to the the eclipse zone there's no fast travel to get over there so i had to grab my no. stupid little sparrow and <laughs> drive all the way out there which brings me to another point bungee please put another goddamn landing zone in europa Thank you. That would, Thank you. Yes. That would help us out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Going all the way through the damn map. But don't worry. Yeah. They will listen, they will listen to me. They will listen to me and they'll put a landing zone. They'll listen the, to Snail. The snail says it. They the nerf it. Yeah. So. To, to make that even funnier uh, is the fact that uh, after doing that for the first time, Vega doesn't learn by his mistakes because then we had to do another bounty where we were just getting rocket kills in the Empire Hunts. So we're halfway through the Empire Hunt and uh, I suddenly said, are you getting kills with your rocket launch with your bounty? Um, oh, I yeah. may have forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to do another Empire Hunt just to get his rocket kills. So in closing this whole thought, nice. which mm-hmm. I think Bungie should make these things highlighted super bright and constantly be booming in our screens. Like, hey, mm-hmm. make sure you do this challenge. That would help Vega out. If Bungie is listening, yeah. please change that for me. Uh, but but honestly, how are we going to keep track of these bounties? Do you, do you guys think mm. we're going to be able to select them? Um, excuse me, not bounties, challenges. Yeah. you think we're going to uh, be able to select them and kind of take a look at them throughout the game? I hope they I give be- you the waypoint like they're doing right now. Because, mm. But I wish that we could track more than just three things, though. That's true. Yeah, I think Division is a really good example of tracking uh, a bounty, which shows on the screen at all times what you're doing and ticks them off as you're doing them, which is... Uh, which is really clever, I think. Uh, kind of works. Um, there's something else hidden in this that um, 
concern me, uh, which is a bit about uh, it's just account based and not character based. So those people with three characters uh, are actually missing out because they can't do it on three different times. They're going to do it once. Yeah. Once again, they're trying to limit your gains in uh, light XP, you know, and just removing my time in game. It's, It's good fun. Any other points from the seasonal challenges? Uh, they say you're going to be able to get XP or bright dust seasonal currency from doing other things than the ritual activities. You know, this could be defeating the primeval envoys. This could be gaining infamy and valor ranks, uh, winning rounds of trials. So they're opening up in different ways where you can gain uh, more of this, those uh, rewards, which is kind of cool. Those are things that you're already doing, but it, it does help out. To gain, yeah. to gain more more things and more rewards while doing that. Mm. But if the rewards suck, it's still back on the same yeah. boat that we've always been on. And, and to put some put something behind what I'm what I'm saying, I I do really enjoy the um the game, but it's like being given a book uh, where they give you chapter two, chapter ten, and a, a bit of the final chapter, um, and that's all you get given. But none of it's in context. So we're looking at a twelb. That's not in context to anything that we're uh, we actually know that's going to happen. So it's just like bits of information that we can read any way we want. Um, they might be completely different by the time we get there. Yeah, yeah. This is going to help out the hardcore players too, in a sense, because the harder the activity you are completing, uh, the more rewards you're going to get, the more um, XP you, you could get, which is kind of nice. Um, it is kind of forcing you to do the harder stuff if you're not a hardcore player. So some of the casual guys may be turned away from this kind of format. Mm. If I'm a casual guy is kind of bringing in the game, I do not want to go in and try to do a nightfall without knowing all of the things or a grandmaster nightfall without knowing all of the things behind yeah. it. But that's it the does, way they laid out to me. Yeah, it does feel like a cheap and lazy way of uh, increasing numbers in things like trials and grandmaster nightfalls that haven't got the numbers um, that some of the other contents had over the past couple of weeks. It's just going to force people to go in there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that just increases the population in trials for a weekend. Great. That's it. So yeah. you've increased your numbers. Mm. <laughs> it looks really popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah, For one weekend it was, yeah. Yeah. So these changes um, are going to be affecting pretty much all the vendors. So previously you went to a vendor, um, say the gunsmith, say uh, Shaq's, Savala, and they had those weekly bounties and th- those are going to be gone. You're not going to be able to get those. And they're, they're talking about that those weekly bounties are going to affect some of the uh, seasonal vendors who come in every once in a while. You know, uh, we're talking about the um, Iron Iron Banner, mm-hmm. um, some of the other seasonal events that they had a specific vendor like uh, Eva. Yeah. So those are kind of confusing because I think I mentioned to, to, you, to you this last night, uh, Snail, is that the Iron Banner comes in once um, a month, more or less, and all of their yeah. their bounties are strictly weekly bounties. That means it takes you an entire mm-hmm. week. It, it gives you a chance to do an entire week to do those. So are those going to be affected? Or, once again, during this seasonal challenge, maybe on one of those weeks that we can't see them, maybe week six, is that all going to be Iron Banner related bounties. Yeah, that's, the, that's why what I'm thinking, right? Mm-hmm. But if you are, if you do have that fear of missing out or that FOMO, are you going to have to do double the Iron Banner uh, yeah. bounties whenever the second week or the second time they come around because you did miss the first one for any specific reason? So those are a bit confusing. So they weren't really clear about the seasonal vendors when they do come. Mm-hmm. That's going to affect them 
specifically. Well, even Trials of Osiris is uh, a weekly, well, it's not really weekly, it's a, a four-day bounty engram to get a weapon, isn't it, or a piece of armour. Yeah. Um, how's that affected? Because technically it's a weekly engram. Yeah, we won't know. We won't know until a couple of weeks, Tuesday, when this yeah. season all gets uh, reintroduced. Yeah. Um, any other uh, points or issues about the seasonal challenges? The visuals of it looks it looks pretty pretty straightforward. There's not nothing yeah, much. Yeah. To do. You just read it's on nice it and tidy. I hope it works. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I won't I won't completely bash on it until I get a chance to see it. Yeah. But um, as a hardcore player that plays in casual hours, I would say that about myself. Um, I think this could work for me. But I won't know until I'm in week 10 and I'm like seven things behind. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, let's, uh, let's, take some let's talk some Bright Dust. Mm. So, things are going to change next season with Bright Dust. Uh, looks like we're going to be getting a lot more, which makes me scared that things are going to be more expensive. It's simple, simple economics, right? <laughs> when they give you more yeah. money, things get raised up in price. Uh, forcing you to, to waste more money. So what's going to happen now is you're going to be getting uh, more bright dust uh, beginning of the season. So the free season activity is going to give you 6,000 bright dust. It's doing the whole seasonal um, activities or the seasonal challenges for the players. If you have, uh, that's for free. If you have mm -hmm. the, um, for the paid ones, you get an additional 4,000. So a total of 10,000 for that season. Um, and then for the season pass, same thing, little numbers. A free path, you get 7,500 for every single player. That's free. But the people that paid for the season um, are going to get an additional 3,000 on top of that. So, so all the people that paid for the content of the uh, season pass, they're going to get 10,500 bright dust. So we're going to be bright dust rich. So right now, guys, if you guys are playing the stock market, do not buy cryptocurrency, buy some mm -hmm. bright okay, dust. That's going to be, actually, um, going to be there's more than that as well, uh, because there's the 14,000 off the challenges. So there's a total of 34,000 in total uh, oh, wow, you can okay. get if you do all the challenges as well. Um, but still in the realms of um, Shadow Keep. So those those bounty whores that enjoy doing it to get bright dust in Shadow Keep times, they could sit on of thousands and thousands of bright dust um, until they capped yeah. it. Um, and they're, quite, they're kind of trying to build it up so people can get more bright dust, but I don't feel it is in the Shadow Keep realm that it was the, the time to invest in bright dust. Um, well, but. I have, I've been sitting on a bunch of bright dust. I know you guys are aware. I know some of you guys did at one point, but I, I don't like the fact that Bungie releases things to buy from bright dust once a, a week. I think that she just released the entire catalog. For brightest if you are afraid mm -hmm. of those uh fomo moments hey mm -hmm. man i missed yeah. out on a few um you know a few emblems i missed out on a few uh, emotes once you open yeah. the catalog up so i can go in there and go back and buy the ones that i want i do want to get certain ships that i missed out on certain sparrows certain ghosts mm -hmm. you know why not yeah. and i don't make it clear either that um i'm gonna buy it for silver and this year i bought stuff for uh for silver and then a week later it's a bright dust so yeah. I could have saved my money. They need to make need to signpost that better so it's easier for people to know. Don't buy this because you're going to get it for bright dust later on, or do buy this; it's not going to be in for uh, bright dust later on. Yeah, and once again, they want us to complete certain bounties to give us more bright dust. So more bounty, 
fatigue is going to be happening from this, but it seems like the reward, if, you know, certain items in the store don't go up, the reward's mm-hmm. going to be beneficial for it, which would be kind of cool. Hmm. Any thoughts on, on brightness? You guys are pretty much okay with any of this stuff. Um, yeah. It's stuff that's not, not really been um, hot topic at the community. Um, no. But they're listening to us. They're listening to us now. They're, 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 we were talking yeah, about they're... bright dust for, for months, and they're bringing up bright dust changes, <laughs> right? Right, right. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, the, the bright dust really, I don't really follow it because it's emotes and um, decor, you know, your, the decorative stuff for your gear. Um, it's just not as important as the gameplay, to be honest with you. That's a good point. Speaking of gameplay, there are some sandbox changes that Bungie is going to implement next season. And these don't really affect us because we're console players. It's going to affect uh, the PC, the PC crowd. And I don't think they're that much of an importance, but once again, I don't play PC, so I don't know the way certain weapons react to certain perks or, or mm. uh, you know, certain usage of it. So what they're going to do next season is they're going to reduce the use of mouse and keyboard. Uh, they're going to make it a little bit harder to use mouse and keyboard. Is that what I'm understanding? Is it going to use the flinch? Is going to be a little bit more, uh, not as forgiving as it was? Yeah, the recall. Yeah. The recoil, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm, what I'm reading. Um it's bizarre because um, you know many many moons ago when Destiny first came out, people were saying uh, we need to get uh, controllers on the same level as um, mouse and keyboard, and we've kind of gone the opposite. We brought mouse and keyboard down to controllers, um, and yeah, there's been lots of um, noise from the community saying, um, "Well, you've just nerfed mouse and keyboard," but until you get to test it, you don't you can't really tell how badly affected it would be. Plus, we've still got um, aim assist. So aim assist helps with controller. I'm sure um, mouse and keyboard will suddenly get a bigger aim assist and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a difficult one to judge until you've got it in your hands. Uh, I almost feel they kind of needed to say this is something that uh, is coming, give us something to see and test it with to see what the difference is for those type of player base because how can they make a judgment based on just some numbers? It doesn't make no sense. It is affecting you know, pretty much it, every I weapon. I would think that they would test it. They're well, not giving the players the test. So the community have no idea what that means to them. We won't know so until it comes people out, complaining. Yeah. But uh, just by looking at all the weapons that are going to be affected, it looks like it's pretty much every single archetype that it's, it's being used. Yeah. You know? um, the only thing that I am concerned about, and I started the point by saying that it doesn't really affect us console players, but in reality, it could affect us. What Bungie is trying to do is they're trying to get ready for uh, crossplay, mm-hmm. and especially in the mm-hmm. PvP area. If you were to drop PC guys against console players, PC would just dust us because yeah, the way uh, the, the way their the controllers works, the way the, the graphics, everything, they would just you know, turn us into dust. But now what they're doing is they're trying to put us in a plain field, but that's the concerning part of it. It's either they're going to just dump PC players and console players in a in a in a match, or is there gonna be mm-hmm. an option where you can when you want to join PC players or you know opt out of that? Uh, looks like to me that 
there isn't an option. Maybe they're just going to drop everybody together in there, which is a little bit alarming. Whereas Call of Duty has that option. Yeah. You can do PC mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, console players, but you do have the option of not being in a, in a pool of uh, PC players because the disadvantages are obviously against yeah. you on that. So that's a little bit concerning. They haven't really set a whole lot on that option. I know crossplay is an issue that's going to come out later in the year. And we're hoping with uh, Joe Blackburn's uh, State of Destiny, he's going to be bringing out some stuff. I think that newsletter or that video may come out maybe in about a month or two months from now. Uh-huh. But we're pretty much in the dark. But the fact that they said this information without any other, I guess, any other explanation behind it, um, it's, it's a little bit scary, you know. But uh, Yeah. Yeah, a forewarning would have been kind of nice if, if they were actually researching it. They just kind of threw it in there. Yeah, they are going to be bringing in some buffs to other weapons that we haven't um, used. Machine guns, um, excuse me, not machine guns, rocket launchers are going to get some buffs. Um, mm-hmm. also, also, some exotics are going to get some buffs, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But with the rocket launchers, it's 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 a welcoming buff, because when was the last time you guys used a rocket launcher? Besides you and I yesterday when we were doing, <laughs> when we were doing <laughs> bounties. Um. Yeah, well, I use the pirate glass quite often, um, only because it's never had any love. Really, it's a great weapon. Um, but at the end of the season, it um, it gets sunset, uh, so we had to grind some rocket launchers out. Uh, but no, we don't use um, rockets that much anymore. Um, They've needed some love for the past four years. Um, mm. From the previous time, they were overpowered, uh, and we could kill Riven in two seconds with cluster bombs. But that's another story. Yeah. Full cycle. Yeah, I haven't used one really kind of steady since since of the past, so it's been a minute. I think I've been yeah. grenade launching or machine gunning this whole time. Yeah, that's it's interesting. The- that I don't, well, we kind of cover it to go through because we're going to um, cover um, swords, um, but we're, we're talking about um, uh, this whole thing about sunsetting. And part of the thing with sunsetting was overpowered weapons would get sunset and new overpowered weapons would come in. So wouldn't it make sense to have everything on an even playing field rather than some things being um, god tier or whatever it might be? Um, and then when does one does get sunset, there's not a big gap in the market all of a sudden. You've got everything, someone else that could pick up the, uh, the slack. Well, it feels like we have to uh, nerf something, then sunset it to create a buff on something else before we sunset it before we nerf it again so snipers is a great example uh, you know we we nerf snipers then we put snipers as the meta then we nerf snipers then we nerf snipers then we nerf snipers again yeah like well, well, hold on a second there, there's there's archetypes that have never been touched i'm yeah. looking at linear fusion rifles <laughs> well, i'm sure we'll cover that in a bit as well but it just seems very um uh finger in the map approach to uh, sandbox changes uh, and they kind of say that but this is what we've landed on well, how data. did you land on it because where, where is the data coming from yeah it's all it's all data to them which is weird which makes you think about uh if i mean sunsetting the, the idea of it is it, it makes sense mm-hmm. but the way sunsetting would have worked better in my opinion is if they would have grabbed those weapons that nobody uses the ones that 
are not being used in the field, you can tell, okay, this weapon's not being used, let's get rid of that one. This weapon's not being used that much, let's get rid of that one. The popular ones, leave them there. Then as you introduce new weapons, introduce new mods, uh, you know, new perks to entice people to move away from their popular weapons, get that. Then Bungie goes back months later and says, okay, this weapon used to be used a lot. Let's get rid of that one. Let's get rid of this one. Let's get rid of that one. No, what they're doing now is they're getting rid of everything per season. It's like a, mm -hmm. like a wave of stuff, which it needs to be, it needs to be re re rethinked, I think, or re re-examined. Yeah. That would have been a lot easier, I think, because mm -hmm. now what they're doing is they're getting rid of all these weapons and they're not catching up to, nope. to refill them, to refill the void. And now they're reintroducing them again with the idea of like, hey, we brought back one of your favorite weapons and so forth. And it's a little, it's 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 not fair, honestly, on that aspect. Mm. We can talk about sunsetting until the cows come home and it's, it's not going to make a difference. It's going to be the way they are. But uh, yeah, you introduce some of the, some of the uh, nerfs that they're going to be um, happening to, to the sniper rifles. But like you said, the fusion rifles are going to get buffs. They're going to get a little buff in, uh, I believe, range, right? When I was reading on it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's another confusing thing. So I mean, they, they say that um, fusion rifles are not getting um, much use. Yet when you look at um, the fusion rifle use, it sits at uh, fifth in archetype. Yeah. At the bottom is um, mm -hmm. linear fusion rifle that's not being used at all. So yeah. did they forget linear in front of that, or have they forgotten they've got linear fusion rifles in the game? Uh, Nine the sand season. Is never this season has one. Well, this season has one, right? I know. Yeah, of course, there is. And it's used a lot. Yeah, it's used oh, a yeah, lot in PvP. But, yeah. but the range is not the, the range fall off is not the reason why we're not using um, fusion rifles. You have to remember yeah. that fusion rifles were nerfed because of Varencell, um because of the range. Hold yeah. on a second. We're doing a range uh, thing. But that's no reason they're not being used. The reason they're not being used is because shotguns and uh, hand cannons take the majority of kills in PvP. So 2 million uh, hand cannon kills, uh, 2 million shotgun kills. Then we drop down to uh, half a million sniper rifle kills. And then we drop down to, I think it's 200,000 fusion rifle kills. And about that, those 200,000 will probably be, um, you know, the, those bad, bad friends. The, the fusion rifles we don't talk about, <laughs> not the ones that are um, the legendary ones. Um, but yeah, interesting. I don't know where they get their data from, but it's not the same place that the players get the data from. Yeah, well, even um, rocket launch, excuse me, uh, grenade launchers are going to be getting above too as well. So the the uh, remember those moments where you used to hate mountaintop ness yeah. because people used to kill you in mountaintop. Um. Only because I didn't have it, but then I got it. And then yeah. I killed well, people with it. And then well, that's I coming back. So, yeah. that's, that's coming back now. So you, you, you're going to see a lot more <laughs> grenade launchers in the, uh, in the PvP <laughs> experience. So uh, mm -hmm. the breach grenade launchers are getting, they notice that the breach grenade launchers are getting very low use. Um, so they're going to um, change a little bit on it. Before you used to be able to hold a trigger and kind of release it. But now mm -hmm. what's going to happen is whenever you shoot a target, it's going to explode or the, you, you, the need for you to hold it is pretty much not going to be needed anymore. So from looking at all these buffs, guys, I can tell you about three exotics that are going to be used constantly in the PvP community. You have uh, the truth is going to come back. Workload yeah. coil is always there. Um, some of the uh, exotic rocket launchers are going to be coming back. I said tomorrow. I said tomorrow could be 
a very useful thing, especially on, it's being used really heavily on uh, Gambit. But uh, mm -hmm. if you look at the Bastion, I believe that's a fusion mm -hmm. rifle. With, yeah. yeah, That's going to be coming back. That's going to be a new meta. And that's when it comes dirty. to the uh, grenade launchers, we might be able to be, we might be seeing some more of those uh, fighting lines. Mm -hmm. Fighting line was a really good um, exotic uh, breach grenade launcher, but it looks like it's going to be back on the on the menu. So uh, yeah. these buffs are okay. For me, they're okay. But like I said, it's not so much what Bungie is telling us. This TWAB is not so much of what they're telling us or what information they're giving us is what they are not telling us, okay? Like Snail said, where are the linear fusion rifles? Where are scout mm -hmm. rifles? Where are uh, weapons that have never been used outside of PvE in the PvP standing? How come you're not buffing those? How come you're not changing the meta? By doing certain things, you can change the meta for a season. Boy, yeah. that'll be so fun going into one PvP match and everybody's using pulse rifles or everybody's using yeah. everybody's using excuse me scout rifles. Wouldn't that be awesome? Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. something totally different, just for once in our in our PvP match in life, you know. Yeah. The mad thing is, right? So grenade launchers are not getting much uh, or low low usage. How many grenade launchers are in the game currently? There's not many, and and the reason mm -hmm. that um, it was getting loads of use before is because Mountaintop was there. So we've got uh, an environment where uh, there are millions of hand cannons you can use. There are millions of shotguns you can use. Mm -hmm. There are like three grenade launchers that are not quite viable um, to match up against some of the shotgun running towards you. Well, that's no wonder that they're not being used. That That's more down to the lack of weapons in the archetype than usage because of X, Y, or Z. Yeah. What do you think, Ness? Any thoughts on this, Buffs? Um, I don't know. I just, I, I kind of want to see how it plays out. But, I mean, Telesto's going to be nasty then. Um, yeah. I could see that. I mean, I see it now around corners, you know? You fizz away and you die. Um, I, I don't understand where they're getting their information that fusion rifles aren't being used. I get killed by glacial chasm all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as far as the other weapons, I guess I just have to see how, how they feel. Um, what did annoy me as far as like bug fixes, I'm not sure if I'm going ahead, is uh, for some of the exotics, um, Borealis and hard light, but now they're gonna have an animation just mm -hmm. switching between elements. Why? Well, I mean, mm. that's kind of good. Before I used to take forever just to switch from, uh, what do you call it? burn type or whatever yeah now, so now you can't one didn't yeah now, now, now you they have it no but i feel like they're they're adding to it i mean really all you had to do was press down the x a little longer and it would change the element type now they're actually adding an animation to it am i reading this wrong why do no, we need that no you read that right i think uh, once again is weapons that are not being used bungie wants to do something to pick up their uh usage a little bit but that's the first time I've ever heard Borealis come out of anyone's mouth in a long time. I know. So, it's so random. Uh, the yeah. Heartlight is typically the, the gun that gets used the most, where you can switch from um, R-type to R-type. Um, excuse me, from uh, burn to burn. That's the one that gets used the most. Um, Borealis, not as much. Um, actually, Borealis was a really fun catalyst to do, if you guys ever want to do it. It's really yeah, fun yeah, to do it. it. Uh, go do it. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but 
yeah, when the usage of that or the animation, it's I think it's a, it's a good thing. I think it's going to be able to uh, show, once again, show the casuals what mm. burn is coming next or what, uh, uh, you know, what burn's but coming you next. Can so you can see that from the bottom. You don't, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I look at it as a, as a thing of it's wasting my time because I want to be quicker. I don't want to be slower with an animation. I don't mm -hmm. need an animation to show me that, you know, if you know... If you, you know how to look down the bottom of your screen, it'll tell you what burn's coming next. So it just, it just seems kind of useless to do that. It's almost like we invested our time into the wrong things. Why have we created an animation and then nerfed sniper rifles? Yeah. From a, I don't understand. There's, there's so many different things that can be fixed in the game. Why have we thrown a dart and picked the animations? That's something we're going to look at. Yeah. Did, did, no. any, did anybody even say that that was an issue? No, that sounds like something they wanted to do. It's plucked out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know where they're getting their data from. I don't know if it's like a separate subreddit group about an army of, of 7 million casuals and they're just naming different things like, hey, we noticed that the grass on this map is, is dead. Can you please water it? We, mm. we noticed that the the moon is slightly to the east of the earth. And during the it earth's rotation, right. it doesn't look right. And then Bungie, uh, yeah, that's confusing to me. Jesus, man, I don't know what the hell they're doing. We need to add an extra animation for this rock. Like, so when they walk in, they see that rock. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of weird, weird things. Uh, good things you, good thing you brought up the, um, good thing you brought up in the sniper nerf there. Uh, snail um, outside of any sniper that has box breathing which kind of got nerfed um, mm -hmm. outside of any sniper that has uh, I'm going to say uh, what's the, the perk that it's really good for bosses and, and, and vehicles that's uh, uh, what is it uh, yeah. the, oh um, I, I just me. had it I just had it in my you just in my, threw, uh, threw that in there and then expecting me to remember Volpa weapon Vorpal um, weapon, but... yeah. Outside of a, a Vorpal weapon, I don't even know why sniper rifles, sniper rifles are being used in a PvE uh, mm. environment. I know in PvP they're very useful. So why nerf something that's mm. not being used in PvE? I, I see. I use the sniper in uh, the raid um, when we're doing um, uh, the a tracks uh, bit, and I'm shooting the. Uh, the shanks down the bottom or um killing the servitors it works a treat um but again i don't understand where where they get this bit the snipers are usage is low in crucible or dropped in crucible but it's hard to change a sniper rifle so we're going to um uh fix it by increasing the ads flinch yeah it's just like yeah i don't shotguns don't are running wild and um we're gonna take away something that competes with that mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't well, know. Not, not only that, I mean, I, I would think that a sniper rifle is the only thing that's going to compete with fusion rifles because fusion rifles mm -hmm. are going to get that range buff. Yeah. And you could be pretty far away, you know, a glacial chasm that's, you know, further away that a shotgun can take you out. It's, it's going to be no match for a sniper rifle now because that's going to be mm -hmm. the only thing that can pretty much keep it at bay. If they see somebody with a sniper rifle, they're like, oh, yeah, if I just get one little hit on you, you're going to flinch all over the place and you're not going to be able to take me out so that's a little bit concerning i don't know why they did that did they know that maybe sniper rifles are being used a lot in crucible is that what it is or is it uh no uh, crucible crucible half a million kills with a sniper rifle versus two million with a shotgun yeah, yeah. i don't think that's enough <laughs> yeah 
Awesome. Well, no, don't, uh, don't get it. Don't get I it. Think... It is quite satisfying killing someone with a sniper when you've got a bow on, by the way. You must try it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully I can try that next week, man. Shoot. <laughs> um, the other question I had is, why are we nerfing swords again? Yes. It, why are we nerfing swords again? So it is the only thing people use. Um, but I, it doesn't, doesn't it become a self-fulfilling prophecy if what you've designed is a high-risk, high-reward style of game? So let's just go back to the start of this. So we were complaining or we weren't, sorry, Bungie were complaining that all the battles were with uh, sniper rifles because it's all long-range battles. We weren't up close. No faction boots, wells. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we but they created the raids around the fact that it was all long distance. We then created a raid where it's all close up and it's high risk, uh, uh, high reward. And then we take away the thing that um, you're going to use to do that strat. Great. Um, and then sunsetting. So... Two of the weapons that are highly used is um, obviously our favourite swords. Um, so we've got Guillotine and we've got uh, Temptations Hook. Um, so one more season, they're all... Um, was it two more seasons? They're all Sunset, um, which is that whole point around we're going to have a really godly weapon, then we're going to take it away. Yeah. Um, we've just dropped uh, a new sword in Beyond Light and Lament. And literally three months in we're going to uh, take away some of its damage it's still going to be useful beautiful um, lore. beautiful story by the way on that yeah yeah lore, and so. just i know it's 15 percent, 15 percent based on the fact that we've already taken away a big percentage from guillotine um we've kind of taken that out of the uh the market yeah if they look at their stats i don't believe that everybody's using swords the boss uh for example in deep so crypt is all shotguns yeah how come we're not nerfing shotguns? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's, if we're going down that line, then we were introducing all these slug shotguns that weren't used and now they're going to be used. So in what, um, three months' time, we're going to say we're reducing the damage on slug shotguns because you, you need to use something else. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's the way, I think it's the way that they designed the boss fights. The AI is is, is just, you know, to be for quite honest, they're, they're stupid. The AI just does stop mechanic. Well, they stay perfectly mm -hmm. still for you to, to to shoot at them. So it's either that yeah. or the other. So swords are viable for the ones that are right there up and close and personal, and then the ones that stay far away, sniper mm -hmm. rifles, so forth. That's a design problem. That's not our problem. We're, you're giving yeah. us something to do, and we're finding the best available way to mm -hmm. do it and with more, the most efficient way to do it. And then having you guys nerf things like that, it's kind of upsetting. Because yeah, in a season where we've launched uh, an exotic sword uh, and a, a legendary sword and an exotic sniper and a legendary sniper, and when I say legendary sniper, it's the ritual weapon for the season, and we're going to come out of the season and all four of them are nerfed in some way, not completely, still usable, just seems really strange. Yeah, we're never going to understand. To be a fly on the wall of Bungie Studios. I would like to have that power and just listen to what they're talking about sometimes, like what they're bringing up, you know, mm. like, hey man, we got, we just got a, a, a message about uh, how people are upset about PVP and they're like, no, 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 forget that. Let's put a new animation on that rock that uh, Les, <laughs> Les was telling us about. Let's put a, <laughs> little things like that are a bit annoying, man. Uh, yeah, well, and you come back to swords just for a brief second. Um, so I don't believe that 60%, it says 65% of players are using it for the majority of gameplay. 
Um, so I only use swords where it's needed. So think of the raid. Mm-hmm. There's only one point I'm using a sword in, really. Um, for the rest of the time, I've been using other weapons um, because there's other exotics I want to use. Um, but if I actually think, how many PV players, hardcore PvP players, have a sword on? Uh, I would say quite a few of them do, a good majority, because they're 3P. Correct. So they're not actually being used. They're being used in the wrong way. So I know they're looking at 3P. I don't know how they're going to fix 3P with a sword. Once again, that's a design um, aspect of it, not Mm -hmm. a player uh, problem. Uh, We should not be suffering for the mistakes or the the way things are designed uh, ourselves. Mm. So 3P-king is probably going to be an issue that they're probably not going to fix anytime soon. It's going to be there for a while. There could be things that they can adjust, but that's not the problem. The player doesn't have any fault of using it or manipulating or using something to their advantage uh, when it comes yeah. to, to the game, you know, especially if it's something that you earned, you worked hard to earn that weapon, you know? Yeah. And it's a level, theme, a level playing field with uh, three peak, by the way, because everybody's got an emote, everybody's got a sword. Everybody can do it. So it's not, it's not like someone's taking advantage of the situation. So people are complaining about it, but actually just fight fire with fire, surely. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know, Sam. You're not a, you're not a, you're not a heavy PvP player, so I don't know if I can take your 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 well, no, no, with no. a grain of salt there. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen I've seen angry PvP uh, Titan smash, you know, and, and, and that's pretty scary. But uh, I don't see you using a sword in PvP, man. I don't see you emoting really. either. <laughs> no, no, I do not. I don't see the need. <laughs> you don't see the need. Look at this guy. <laughs> well, let's right up this next point we were talking about. The um, changes to the exotic, the exotic changes and the bugs. Uh, we talked about the Borealis and the Harlight. Uh, there's mm-hmm. going to be three weapons that are going to be somewhat uh, interesting coming up next season. The Ace of Spades, the Teraba, which I'm pretty excited about that. And then the Hawkman. Obviously, we're getting random rolls with the Hawkman. But um, they're going to be doing some, some damage uh, buffs on certain one of those weapons. So um, any thoughts on any of those weapons, guys? Um, well, I was excited for about 30 seconds until I read that it, it was only um, the the buffs disappear when you pull the ghost out. Yeah. Um, all three of those weapons, <laughs> the buffs, oh, Terrible is a really good example. The buff disappears if you swap weapons and swap back to it, um, which is intended, apparently. It's just a great weapon when uh, the buff's there. Um, yeah, when I read it, it was just the ghost shell bit. I was like, oh, well, I thought it was going to be useful for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the Terba was going to be, in my mind, was going to be the answer or the the next recluse. It has mm-hmm. that that um, power to to have that power uh, to, to be the next yeah. recluse. But like you said, it's it's pretty obsolete because at least with recluse, you could have that change of weapons and that uh, perk that it had, which was like a, mm-hmm. I'm going to say like a, almost like a kill clip perk on it. Um, yeah. a much stronger kill clip on it. It still stayed on the weapon, you know? So it, mm-hmm. it actually encouraged you to switch weapons so you can build up that kill clip uh, perk on, on the recluse. Uh, but yeah, the turbo is, is, I mean, it's, it's exciting because the fact that it's going to be used a lot more, submachine guns are getting a buff as well, something we didn't touch on on the, um, the previous buffs. So yeah. submachine guns are going to be viable a little bit more than, than the, they have been, which is, which is kind of nice. That's my thoughts. Yeah, on that they, they, they kind of uh, the medium range auto rifles are more steady. That short range uh, sidearms are more steady. 
So they're, they're adjusting the camera tweaking and some of the recall on them so they can challenge better. Uh, but she's yeah. good. Uh, and I like Terrible. It's, it's a decent weapon. It's just a strange design. Yeah, the this, this Sturm is going to be viable again. It's going to mm-hmm. get back their uh, perk when it kind of reloads all the um, other weapons, right? It reloads the um, equip, um, the special uh, slot weapon. Uh, normally people run that with the um, Drang. Yeah. So uh, the Drang will be constantly have uh, bullets on it, which is kind of nice. And then also the Merciless. That's a gun we haven't heard in a while, which makes me well, think... It's been broken. Well, I mean, it makes me think, once again, when was the last time we got the Merciless? Oh, is that... Um, That's a Leviathan weapon, right? It is Leviathan. Uh, so yeah, the next, that, it's that era, isn't it? It's the same era, yeah. Red War. So we are getting a Red Warish season theme mm. next season, possibly. So yeah. Merciless might be a, another weapon with the fusion rifle buffs coming. Uh, another weapon that might be viable. So that might be kind of, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Am I going to look at the Arbalest finally? Oh. Let's see, once again, not the things that Bungie are telling us is the thing that Bungie are not telling us. That needs to be addressed. <laughs> but not, uh, not the start of the season, partway through. Hey. Yeah. Well, any other questions or um, thoughts on the um, exotic changes and bug fixes? If you guys do not have any, we can move on to the saddest news ever. I want to play a trumpet, which is like the ones that they play when somebody passes away. <laughs> <laughs> and then have somebody lie over a grave and say, Here lies the Crimson Days events. Mm-hmm. It sucks. will be missed. And while it was here, we loved it. That is upsetting to me. After yeah. I read that, that was that was a, a, a hit in the gut because I've mentioned to you guys before that I have three seasonal events that Destiny does that I love with a passion. Halloween event being my first one, Christmas event being the second one, and Crimson Doubles is mm-hmm. the event that I love. Not so much because of, of the the thing that's associated with it. It's, it's doubles, you know, PvP. Uh, they really do have really good cosmetics, the weapons. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite bows came out of the, the, the Crimson Days. The bow, yes. Yeah. I mean, mm, brilliant so, many, so many good things. And it's really upsetting that, that they're taking this away. And the the reason that they gave us because we're taking this crap away is it's stupid, man. Yeah, it's been oh. missing the mark. Well, isn't that their yeah. fault? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're too late to fix it, so we're going to take it away. But the, the, the really killing thing is it's the very first uh, season event that came into Destiny 1. It's been with us all this time. Yeah. And it's almost like someone's gone, you know, Christmas is going to be expensive this year. Uh, we're going to take it away. What? <laughs> I've always experienced Christmas. <laughs> and well, in range. Really that, we're over here telling them, hey, we, we want more content. We want more changes. We want to see something different. And the first thing they do is, you know what? Christmas days, forget about it. Like people were actually looking forward to that. There's just not a lot of PVP people who play, but mm-hmm. yeah, me and Rob killed it last year. It's sad. It is a really cool and fun event, honestly. It, having that doubles pvp game mode just introduced just for a brief brief moment maybe a few weeks or less than a month it was fun 
it was cool. You know, you had mm-hmm. a little timer of how many people you killed together. The way the game time worked was awesome. The further you stay away from of each other, you would die mm-hmm. quicker. The, the closer you mm-hmm. were, you were unstoppable. I mean, what what the hell is it's wrong with that? I honestly think that they were not prepared for this entire year of content. No. They're taking things out. They're putting things back in. They're playing catch up, and it's it's really showing, man. Honestly, it's really showing, and this is upsetting. Now, is this thing going to be replaced by something else? They didn't say. The only thing to say is that they want the season not to be overlooked by this event. Yeah. Have you ever overlooked a season over a seasonal event? I've never done that. No. Seasonal no. events are just like they've never been the focal part of it. No. You know? And it's only been the focal to the point where you make it. I'm talking about Bungie. You make it the focal mm-hmm. thing of it. I didn't want to go into the the Nightmare Forest or what is that thing called uh, for the Halloween event? Haunted Forest. Yeah. Haunted Forest. Yeah. I didn't want to go yeah. in there, but you kept making us go there every single year. <laughs> I mean, change yes. that up. Change that concept. I didn't want to go into the ADZ, but you made that change. You, you, you put that in there for us. What's mm-hmm. so difficult about doubles game mode? Is that eventually going to be introduced into the pool of PvP stuff? Because that'll be cool. If not, then no, it's vaulted. It's, vaulted. it's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've got to say, what work is there to do on it? You know, they say it's not hitting the mark. It's a two versus two event. There's no mark to hit. You just go in and yeah. have a. It's a different type of PvP event. Um, the thing about it that we always loved is the amount of uh, different little um, you know, emotes or. Um, the shaders or um, the bow we mentioned. They're mm-hmm. the bits we liked about it. Um, mm-hmm. was, did it miss, miss its mark last year? No. I enjoyed having two little sparrows to go after. It's only something small. It only lasted for two yeah. weeks. Just so to have we- uh, a couple of little items to chase. and Yeah, happy days. It's not like it's hard work. So many future things you could have done with it. So many ideas. If you did a two-man nightfall, you got mm-hmm. something out of it. I mean, yeah. come oh, yeah. on. If you did a, it sounds a little bit harder, but if you played Gambit two against two, reduce the points to half, 50 motes, and then the prime you know, comes out, that would have been challenging. That would have been cool. I mean, mm-hmm. something that's related that way, you know, I mean, change it up a little bit. It would, it's, it's only going to be temporary, but change, change something up, not completely remove it, you know? After this seasonal event being removed, what's the next thing coming up? Honestly, the solstice—that's in the summer, right? I no think games. Cookies. No more cookies being baked. That's it. They're canceling Pardon. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's—I mean—that's further down the line. But I'm just thinking about the next uh, seasonal event that comes up after. Um, oh, after games. games, is it? Wasn't that a first time last year? I don't think I remember I that. I believe that was the first time last year. I don't yeah. remember them having that. They had something and different. Considering, yeah, considering time. the Titans broke it, I hope that if they do bring it back, they actually fix that. Um, but yeah, that was the first time last year. I believe Solstice is the next one coming up. And there's yeah, a good possibility Solstice. they might uh, vault that one too because yeah. we already had that for forever. They need to start coming up with new seasonal events because, heck, I mean, St. Patrick's Day. I mean, everybody has oh, to wear man. green on their um, cosmetics. More XP, I mean, wearing green. Or else you'll get like a little <laughs> emote that I pinch you. I'm going to pinch you if you're not wearing green, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, Ness. <laughs> they always don't help themselves, is they? This is all the stuff we're taking away, uh, but we can't tell you what we're giving you. What are people going to say? 
I think we're going to be well, acting happy or unhappy. They're saying wait till February, wait till February two, and you'll see what we're going to give you. That's what they're saying. Redacted, redacted. Yeah, yeah. that that just stirs, stirs discontent, not excitement. Yeah, it's the one way it lands. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about wording. It's going to be mess, man. It's going to be mess. That's for sure. That was one of my favorite, mm-hmm. uh, one of my mm-hmm. three favorite uh, seasonal events, and uh, it's going to be mess. Mm-hmm. Well, the talk continues with a bunch of stuff, known issues that we're probably not going to be able to get into, man. They're, if you guys want to know about them, just read them. It's the same stuff that they were not fixing, and it's the same things that we've always seen in the games. Yeah. Uh, remember, Crucible <laughs> Tokens, guys, if you guys got them, yeah. please turn them in, delete them, do whatever yeah. you want with them. But next season, they're going away. Weekly bounties that you guys are hoarding, and I know some of you guys are hoarding, those mm-hmm. are going to be going away. Just remember yeah. that. Fragment mm-hmm. quest stuff that you guys have in your vault, just chilling there. They're going to be going away. So some of these things changes are have rapidly coming a uh, couple weeks. So make sure you take care of those those things. Yeah. Um, in closing the episode, we have some concerns, some comments, uh, some of the things that we want to talk about. Uh, the PvP feedback was ignored. I know we talked a little bit about that. Uh, any thoughts on that, Stan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, this the whole bit I wrote at the end uh, is all about everything we're ignoring. Um, so the community is cut up about PvP um, yet we keep giving sound bites of uh, different stuff that no one's talked about being fixed or being looked at sunsetting and reissuing is another thing that's in the community that people are talking about yeah. uh, not been mentioned so far it's just been ignored um, the core big playlist being um, uh, kind of useless there's nothing to grind after like the old ones we used to have a weapon you could go after I'm thinking of D1 Um nothing yet we're going to be expecting people to do more of the um the basic uh playlist stuff like the strikes um seasonal model and dripping content that people have been complaining about has been added to rather than it's been ignored because yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the feedback um and uh, the bit that always strikes me uh and especially has struck me when we're talking about all these things are being ignored the thing that is always um updated every season without fail is eververse um, with new stuff because there's money attached to it yeah so that seems to be their priority yeah i think honestly what killed um not killed i don't want to go to that extreme they never have new gear though like i feel like we've been wearing the same robes forever i wish that they would change that up at least mm. but you know the colorblind community is being ignored though once again no, I was gonna. I was gonna say that the thing that uh, changed the game forever. I would like to say is the moment that Bungie made the game uh, free to play, mm-hmm. because it almost feels like it's two different games right now. Mm-hmm. It, it's becoming to, split in two. Um, they needed to do it for ex- you know specific reasons. Bring in new players, obviously. New players bring in more income. More players brings in more. Uh, I guess more content, but we haven't seen the content. We haven't seen any changes like on, on SS. There's a couple things coming out next season, armor for trials, um, specific loot for certain grandmaster and nightfalls. I mean, that's fun and games. Okay, whatever. But we had that. We had strike specific loot. Mm-hmm. Where's that now? We had Avenger refresh every week. Where's that now? We had faction 
rallies, I mean, faction uh, battles or whatever. Where's that now? So we've had all these things in the game and then they took it away from us. And then you want us to be grateful when you give it back to us? That's a little weird, mm -hmm. I think. It's not really yeah. fixing the issue and stuff. And um, I actually had a question for both of you guys. It has to do with uh, the content that Bungie's given us. I know, I know we've always talked about it, Snell and I. And uh, I don't think I've ever asked you directly. Uh, Ness, do you prefer Bungie giving you all of the content right up the front? Like Taken King, Rise of Iron kind of expansions? Or do you prefer the drip fed content like we get with the seasons? Well, how do you guys feel about that? I'll take uh, Ness's thoughts on that first. How, what do you think about that, Ness? Do you like all the content up front or do you want that drip uh, fed stuff? I kind of I kind of like a full game. That's really what it comes down to. If you're going to tell me that this game is going to have um, four, four DLCs added to it, I, I would actually prefer to have it all in the game. That I do this one quest, and then it leads to the next one, then it leads to the next one. I feel like in a way, what, what Bungie's trying to do is that they are focusing on Destiny becoming something like World of Warcraft. But it isn't World of Warcraft. It's never going to be World of Warcraft. I don't think that their servers could actually function with that amount of content. And that's the reason why we're dealing with the sunsetting and everything. Um, I like, you know, game, uh, like game manufacturers to actually give us a complete game. And I think we're actually at fault. The gamers are at fault because we keep on pre-ordering them. Uh, we're allowing them to give us a half-assed game where they can go ahead and do an update as soon as we download and an update a week later and everything like that. So I would rather them focus on giving a complete game rather than a DLC. I can understand it like an add-on. I think um, Borderlands, even Division, they have yeah. like add-ons. Uh, I, I like that. You know, there's a, I think for Division, there was, they add like a subway thing. They added survival. I'm cool with that. But if it's going to be about the storyline, give it all to me up front. Let me lead up to that and lead up to the next one and lead up to the next one. I mean, that's that's my opinion. What do you think, Snow? Um, it's, it's a difficult one. Um, transparency is what I'd uh, come back to. So I think of um, the seals that we've had this season and I go... Yeah, there's been an issue. So Warden, um, it wasn't transparent that it would take to the end of the season to complete because it never showed all the achievements. Yeah. It only showed part of the achievements. So I got so far, then I realised, oh, I'm stuck behind a, a wall now. I can't go any further. Um, but actually, uh, leaving the seal to drop just a couple weeks before the end of the season doesn't feel right um, because then it's time-gated. Um, if you think of the Europa one, that was kind of time-gated by the fact that they purposely made a week where no one could get it. So it had to be the following week because of the way the uh, um, going to each uh, zone happened. Yeah. Um, and it all feels like it's not clear and obvious um, what they're trying to achieve. Um, I'm all for give, give me um, a month's worth of content or two months' worth of content that I can do in two days or two months. Um, but I know where the story's going and I can get excited by by going there. And then give me repairability to that thing. Happy days. I'm cool. Um, drip feed me content that's not very good or not fixed when it comes to us. 
I'm thinking high celebrant mission that uh, is bugged out every time you try it. Um, I'm thinking of, um, you know, the bits with um, the Harbinger mission that uh, didn't actually achieve anything because the achievement didn't work, so I had to do it again. That, that, that's not good content. If you're going to drip free something, make sure it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got a point. It, 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 it's... it's, it's they're caught between two places, and I don't think they know where the middle ground is. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the game has definitely evolved from the D1 um, I started playing with. Obviously, I started right with Taken King, uh, got released 2015, I want to say. And then went through the entire... Um, growing pains of it you know going through, actually the, the last tail ends of destiny one were the best and then once destiny two started it was yeah. it was difficult to, to get used to it um then it wasn't after until i'm going to say with a war mine event after curse of osiris war mine event then they started to really focus on seasons and then that drip fed content and stuff like that so as a a player who's kind of been used to that i yeah. i i Kind of prefer having them give me uh, drip-fed content because it makes me play for the long run. I'm not the kind of guy who can sit in one area for six, seven hours and then try to burn through the whole content. Um, as players, like Ness was saying, we're kind of at fault because we are purchasing all this content uh, that uh, it's keeping us busy. But I feel sometimes too that the hardcore players burn through the content so much and then complain they don't have nothing else to do. But if they took their time to did it, it's, I mean, it, but then you're telling them it, how to play it then. You know exactly. I mean? It falls, it falls, it falls on the, on it, that, falls, it, that it falls into that window. And I, yeah. like but, I said, I, I'm used to, I've been playing video games forever. So I'm used to back in the day, you got a CD, that was your game, yeah. or, or, or you blew on the bottom, but that was a complete game. There was no updates there. I mean, there, there was not, I feel like I like the drip, don't get me wrong um because it keeps it fresh and i know what that's, they're doing the they're trying to get fresh, they're yeah. trying to keep yeah they're trying to keep players to be engaged i get it but like snail said make sure it works uh i think that we have gotten them used to them just taking our money um and giving us something half-ass that's all i'm saying you know what uh, and that's a uh, sorry to interrupt you uh, snail because it, it has, has to do with you your point is when we were playing uh, Snail said something that kind of like made me think and I was like, oh my God, I, I never want to feel that way as a player because I'll I play a little different than you do. But we were laughing about it. Snail said, yeah, I just logged into Destiny and, and stayed in orbit and I didn't even know, I don't even know what to do. I don't, so I don't know where to go, you know, and I, I kind of laughed it off about it. And then I, I thought about it. I was like, man, I, didn't, I never want to feel like that about destiny I, I always want to be excited about logging in every time i log in mm-hmm. um but that's and like i said that's no no hit at you so obviously you 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 did everything you needed to do you just pretty much jump in sometimes to to associate to play with us to do something like that but you were in a position that you were by yourself and you physically didn't know what to do you're like oh what do i do now like i, I didn't want to be I, I never want to be in that position um and, mm-hmm. and i don't know I hope I didn't insult you on that. <laughs> no. Did, did, did you delete your crucible tokens? I mean, I've already yeah. done that. Um, oh. But it does take me take me to a roundabout way back to uh, when I first started uh, really getting Destiny in Forsaken, and that whole year of Forsaken, 
there was content every day I could go and I would never went to orbit and sat there and think there's nothing to do yeah. forsaken and the seasons the four seasons that came with that with the forges and there was loads of stuff to do I was excited every day going into mm-hmm. log into the game and we went from that year to slowly going to a stage where actually where, where's all that excitement gone yeah I don't know you can play I my still character. Have the game. <laughs> you can play my character if you're which is I what I do so many things to do <laughs> play on someone else's character <laughs> so many things to do i think peak would appreciate it too if you went in his also um so many things (laughs) any other uh any other thoughts final thoughts before we 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 call it an episode i know uh snail you have a you have an announcement of a possible uh future guest bring that up if you want Oh, yes, we, we do have a future uh, guest coming. So uh, we've, we've all been working on uh, guests behind the scenes, uh, but somebody I respect very much um, and was one of those people that gave me confidence to raid that I probably never experienced before. So if you've ever been a solo player and then trying to raid, the older uh, LFG sites are very scary places. And I found yeah. a guy called uh, Duke is called purely by accident. Um, and man, this guy is amazing. Um includes everybody very good at um helping new players uh and teaching and he's agreed to come on the show as a guest so i'm, ex- awesome. I'm extremely excited to uh get him on that's um, awesome so look forward to it yeah i think uh with that we're going to be closing the episode episode 15 thank you so much for joining us uh, my name is vega and my game attack is vega 6417 you can find me on xbox live you can find me on twitter under my handle jesubius and also on Instagram, Triple Vega. And uh, yeah. My name is Liness1 on Xbox and Twitch. And that's it. And then Genuine Apathy on Instagram. Hey, okay. uh, I'm Wooden Snail. I don't have someone singing behind me like Vega had, uh, which is disappointing because <laughs> you know? they've been quite entertaining to have a little girl singing or whatever, little boy singing, whatever it might be. It's a ghost. Um, yeah, it's a ghost. ghost. Okay, ghost. Um, so I, I, I'm Wooden Snail on Xbox uh, 2268 because there are 2267 other ones. Um, let it go. I'm never going to let it go. God, um, hell. Do we have to sing at this point? Is this where we go? Let it go. Anyway, no, we're not going to down that line. Um, I'm Wooden Snail One on Instagram because there's another one apparently, uh, and I'm Wooden Snail on the Twitch and YouTube. Come and viewers, we are funny. Perfect, maybe. guys. Perfect. <laughs> we, we are going to have that special guest, I believe, February 12. That's going to be the exact same week the season drops. So we're going to get mm-hmm. his thoughts. Uh, we're going to get some of his pointers on how to efficiently do raids, and maybe, maybe try to. Have him help us to do a flawless raid for once in our lives. <laughs> See if we can get his help to do that. Uh, and also some divinity. Maybe he needs to help us carry some people through divinity quests because that's going to be, uh, I'm dreading that from happening. I know. We're going to get down to business real quick before we go, guys. There's going to be a special stream. I don't know if uh, Ness is going to do it or Snail. But next week on Saturday, if you guys want to watch our asses getting kicked by a special clan that uh, we uh, made friends with, uh, we're going to be playing clan versus clan as we meet new people in this community and new uh, guests in our show. We want to kind of be uh, experience, you know, playing with them, uh, some PvP matches, get to know them a little bit better. So I believe our 
match is scheduled for next week. If you guys have the details, uh, please let our listeners know what's the clan name and what time and where they're going to be able to watch this carnage from happening. Please know if we get 10 kills, we automatically win. Just let you know. <laughs> <laughs> we retire undefeated. <laughs> so next, next, next Saturday, uh, eight p.m. Eastern it means nothing to me. Uh, I have one time zone. I don't have more than that. Um, so that's it. that's in the past, apparently. I don't know. Um, last consensus is the uh, the clan. It, this is Darth Jig and Sean and his uh, Motley crew. Um, me and Vega went in last night and invaded his stream briefly. Um, watching him get uh, a 20 KD with a, a bow that was quite impressive uh, and a seventh column with a bow. Who'd have thought? <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> that's possible. Abolished. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to hurt us so bad. <laughs> but I believe yeah, Michelle's Snell, going to be streaming that. As, uh, I believe we're mm-hmm. going to put that on the YouTube yeah, channel. So. I think I think both of us are because I want to get some clips out of it. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be fun. Um, yeah, other than that, nothing else to say, guys. Thank you so much. And always yeah. remember, guys, when in, when Rome. in Rome. Thank you. When in Rome.